workers of his mercies I have known. I know it may sound simple, but it's more than I can explain. There's no other way to tell you than to say God's been good in my replay and I can see that I've cried some bitter tears but I felt his arms around me as I faced my greatest fears I've had more gains than losses and I've known more joy than hurt as his grace fell upon me undeserved God's was my beginning and his love will be my end I could spend forever trying to tell you everything he is but the best way I can say it is this God's been good in my
So many religions everywhere say, give me your money, you'll have wealth beyond compare. 
Others say a prayer cloth. That's all that you need. But you can have all that. I'll just take Jesus. He's sufficient for me. I'll stick with the old stuff. Because it works every time. From Genesis to Revelation. It's glory divine. I was filled with His Spirit when He saved my soul. I'll stick with the old stuff all the way till I get home. What makes the difference? Between a Buddhist and me Is there God was made By sinful man Mine was Holy Ghost conceived Now brother let me tell you What settles it all When you go to the grave there old Buddha still lays. Christ lives forevermore. I'll stick with the old stuff. It works every time. From Genesis to Revelation, it's glory divine. I was filled with His Spirit When He saved my soul I'll stick with the old stuff All the way till I get home I'll stick with the old stuff All the way till I get home Somebody's got a song to be thinking about. It. <laughs> I'm gonna sing this too. says piano, shove it all the way down. <clears throat> Make me think about it. How's it start? There was a king who got a letter from a mighty army without number spread it out there for the Lord to get of you. God sent a promise, just one angel 
Satan's army met its doom. It's just amazing what a prayer can do. It's moved mountains, parted rivers, brought the dead to life again. I've called upon an old prayer warrior a time or two. If you're in trouble, I'll go down. Oh, my bended knees for you. It's just amazing what a prayer can do. I saw Mama and her baby fought for life the whole night through. Seemed all hope was gone. The tears fell not a few. But there's old Grandpa in the corner. He knew that prayer would see them through. That baby's still alive. That proved what prayer can do. It's moved mountains, parted rivers, brought the dead to life again. I've called upon an old prayer warrior a time or two. If you're in trouble, I'll go down. Oh, my bended knees for you. It's just amazing what a prayer can do. It's just amazing. What a prayer can do.
don't need silver. Oh, and I don't need gold. And I don't need the things of this old world to satisfy my soul.
We travel through the desert, storms beset us by the way, but beyond the river Jordan lies a field of endless day. Farther on, still go farther, count the milestones one by one. Jesus will forsake you never. It is better farther on. Oh, my brother, are you weary of the roughness of the way? Does your strength begin to fail you? Let the Savior lead the way farther on still go farther count the milestones one by one jesus will forsake you never it is better farther on at my grave i'll still be singing do not weep for one that's gone. Sing it as we once did sing it. It is better farther on. Farther on, still go farther. Count the milestones one by one. Jesus will forsake you never. It is better farther on. Was blind, but now. 
was grace that taught my heart to fear and grace my fears relieved how precious did the grace appear the hour i first believed my chains are gone i've been set free my god my savior has ransomed me and like a flood his mercy reigns The Lord has promised good to me. His word, my hope, secures. He will my shield and portion be as long as life endures. My chains are gone, I've been set free. My God, my Savior, has ransomed me. And like a flood, His mercy reigns, unending love, amazing grace. The earth shall soon dissolve like snow. The sun forbear to shine. But God who called me here below will be forever mine. My chains are gone, I've been set free, my God, my Savior has ransomed me, and like a flood, His mercy reigns, unending love, amazing grace. It's real easy for us to, we was real, real up on Sunday night to come in and just be in a lull after the Lord answered our prayers. But I was thinking about it earlier today, we had a prayer service on Sunday night, so instead of a prayer meeting, won't we just have a thank you Lord service? Be good, wasn't it? Just, we already had the prayer meeting, let's have thank you Lord service. <clears throat> Somebody else got something on your heart? Anything at all? Amen. Amen.
Somebody else. Yeah, I want to thank God for um, today's Harmony's birthday. Um, Amen. Thank God for giving giving her to me for fourteen years. She's taught me a lot. Amen. She teach how to sing? No. Oh. <laughs> Justin, that's echoing. Something's changed. <clears throat> Somebody else? Something to thank God for? Song? Something? Go ahead, Mika. I got some scripture. Uh, and I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice. This is Revelation 5 2. Who is worthy to open the book and release the seals thereof? There no man in heaven nor on earth was able to open the book, neither to look thereof. And I wept much because no man was found worthy to open and to read the book, neither to look thereof. And one of the elders said unto me, Weep not, behold, the line of the line out of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, hath prevailed to open the book and to loosen the seals thereof. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Lord supply boys with words. I've given that four o'clock in the morning. Amen. That's good. Amen, That's good. I look forward to making scripture. Right, amen. amen. Somebody over here?
Anything that happens is of God, but our actions make a difference. They do make a difference.
with some contacts coming next Wednesday. I can't see none of y'all folks. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I see you, John. <laughs> you blur, but I see you.
somebody's life. Just like yesterday while I was sitting there, there was two different nurses come in there at different times and Papa talked about the Lord the entire time both of them was in there. In some way, some form or fashion, he's talking about the Lord. I believe he changed their lives and those people's lives. Sometimes their valleys ain't, ain't for punishment. It's for his glory. That's everything we go through in life. We're for his glory. I'm not for me. I'm not made for me. I'm made for him. It's for His glory, and whatever we go through, give Him glory. 
Be a Christian. Everywhere you go, be a Christian. I posted yesterday, I love being a Christian. Not saying I'm a Christian. I love being one. I love telling somebody about Jesus. Ain't nothing better.
down going that Wednesday night before her surgery. Right. Doctor said you've got cancer and had it for a long time. But he went down to surgery and just one little bomb. Am I going? Amen. 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 She had checkups and still so far cancer free. Mm -hmm. She don't say nothing about it. Right. Cancer free. Right. Amen. Amen. Yep. It's a, it's a getter. Mm -hmm. Walk in and doctor, you got cancer. No insurance. <laughs> yeah. God took care of all that. Yeah. He's able. Amen. Yeah. Amen. I'm thanking for that. And safe travelers. The highway Monday was foggy. I thought about Bill didn't come down 52 Monday morning. It was foggy. 32 degrees. I was afraid they might bring some ice and stuff, but I'm glad they did. Got there safe. Right. I thank God for safe travelers. Amen. 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 Yeah. Hallelujah. I thank God. I hope this brother, I hope he don't have another. Amen. 
Somebody else to moderate when we was in the back. Yeah. I said, nah, it's you. <laughs> it's you. <laughs> hey, you I went down to the VA this week to have a physical. I mean, check for blood and all. Coming back and we were supposed to run by hammer so I'm looking around. I said, okay, whatever. I went in there and I didn't look long. I was ready to sit down. I said, look as long as you want to. And I sat down in there. This little old lady come up and sat down beside me. I said, sit down in there. Yeah. <laughs> I've 
seen a meal without you a time or two, too. Yeah. <laughs> Big sticks. I thank God for Christopher watching him grow. Amen. 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 Anybody else? I want to thank God for putting us up here years ago. <laughs> First met at church, met the choir, Dale, Butch, Miss Emma, and all singing up there at Boyd Creek. Yep. They come off from the stage up there and walked up and Bill struck a conversation, invited the church, one another week we're going to church, and told him we just up the weekend and he invited us out here. Yep. And uh, I don't think the boy in the choir up there didn't speak to us. We come up here that Sunday morning, thought we were, and I tell you what, we walked in that door and feel the power of the Lord. Praise the Lord. And we kept coming up for years and years. Miss Mary said, I feel like a mountain stronger. He said, you about ready to go? I said, yes, ma'am. We get up 5 o'clock Sunday morning, come up here and eat breakfast, come to church, head back to Smithfield, done up for years. And when I had my two strokes, Miss Mary said, if you want to move, you better get serious on this. You're going to have to give it up. Amen. And I told family we're moving up here. I said, well, you ain't got no family up there. Yeah, you do. We did. Right. Preacher Bill said, you got about 130, 140. Y'all yeah. just moving up on faith, I said. Yes, well. Right. Yeah. And they living down that feeling still here. Amen. I mean, it might be a little cool now, but it's still in you. You walk through right. that door, you feel it. And they ain't a person in here right on the road. Amen. By the hurt of anybody. Death of my heart, I want you to send my apology. Because I love you. Amen. I love y'all. You know what he said there? He said, Bill struck up a conversation and invited him to church. <laughs> Does that every day. Look what a difference it made in their life. Right. How many people I pass every day and I just keep quiet? <clears throat> their whole life could change. I just invite them to church.
Stay out here, I guess. Stay out here. No, everybody just stay out here. You ain't got a whole lot of time. Where's he at? Where'd he go? You want to preach or what? Still tell us up to you. You tell me, it's up to you. I ain't going to preach. I ain't going to keep y'all here all night. It's a little bit long. I don't know how I get sometimes. I'll start reading. Uh, <coughs> I do want to read one verse if I can find it. And by any means, y'all can keep praising the Lord for his mercy for you while I try and find this.
Well, he said, had it marked. Uh, I've had this verse. This ain't got nothing to do with what I was going to preach on. But uh, I've had this verse for a little while, kind of stuck in my head. <coughs> it just kind of shows how much Jesus loves us. But Luke 23, we'll start at 32. It says, And there were also two other malefactors led with him to be put to death. And when they were come to the place which is called Calvary, there they crucified him, and the malefactors, one on the right hand and the other on the left. Then said Jesus, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And they parted his raiment and cast lots. Uh, 34 is the verse I was wanting to get to. You know, it's just crazy how I've, I've talked about it before. Jesus, they tried to give him vinegar with gall, which basically was medicine to help ease the pain. And he refused that. And then while he's being crucified, he just turns around and says, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And I thought, he still loves us like that to this very day. He still loves us enough to say, Father, they just don't know what they're doing. Just give them a little bit of time. You know, and you got this crowd that thinks they can live any old way and, and do whatever they want to do and still make it to heaven. He's saying, Father, just, just forgive them. He's still on the right hand making intercession, trying his best just to save one more. I was going to preach on Rahab and the, and the thread. A lot of people have talked about just pulling people out of the fire and being a witness to people. Uh, I was going to preach on Rahab, and I've heard of Lee Cope preach it long time ago and it's just been on my mind lately and you know all she was was a prostitute she was a harlot but she knew that jericho was going to be destroyed and she was pulling in everybody she could possibly get into her house the only way it was going to be saved was going to be in in rahab's house and with her that's the only way it's going to get saved from destruction and she was doing everything she possibly could to pull them in i'm sure she was probably standing at the door and everybody that walked by said hey come in here i gotta tell you something hey the city's about to be destroyed come in here for a minute let me tell you something and, you know, that, that's the way we need to be, just like Bill. Every conversation he's got, he's talking about the Lord somehow, to invite somebody to church, and that's the way we need to be. We need to be more like Rahab. Hey, I, I ain't nothing. I mean, I could, I could be in the deepest, darkest hole right now if not for God. I ain't, I'm absolutely, the only reason I'm in the position I'm in right now is because God's put me here. The only reason I'm, I'm clothed in my right mind is because God's done it. You know, we, we like to look down. You know, Adeline was doing prayer requests the other night, and uh, she said, remember all the mean people that don't know Jesus. And I said, whoa, whoa, now. I said, just because they don't know Jesus don't mean they're mean. I said, people that don't know Jesus ain't mean. They just don't know Jesus. And I said, there was a time your daddy didn't know Jesus. There was a time your mama didn't know Jesus. And I, when I went off the list, and she was like, really? I said, yeah, honey. I said, everybody just don't know Jesus like, like your mom and daddy know Jesus. I tried to explain it to her, but I also tried not to confuse her because she's been asking a lot of questions. And, and uh, you know, I feel like we've got this stigma as Christian people and as church people that we look down on lost people. We look down on drug addicts or people that's went astray from the Lord instead of trying to help them. When we could be in the same exact shoes they're in if not for God, if not for the one that's pulled us out of the fire, if not for the one that's pulled us out of destruction, We'd be in the same exact spot. So we need to be more like Rahab and realize that we're not nothing. We're just a harlot. We're just a drunk. We're just a drug addict. We're, we're nothing if not for God. And, you know, she was doing everything she could because she knew the city was going to be destroyed, just trying to save people. You know, it, we've got a call on our lives to tell people, to tell them that destruction's coming, to tell them the city's going to be destroyed, to tell them this thing's coming to an end. And to pull them in, as many as we can. Pull them in. Get them out of the fire. Save them. And, uh, you know, I, I think I heard TJ say it. He said, uh, me and my four are no more, or something like that. And that's the mentality we've got. As long as me and my four are good, then 
What's the matter? And uh, I guess I'm kind of ruining it all, but I'll just give you. I was, I was going to bring out uh, Noah and Lot. And uh, God gave them specific instructions. So go get your family, you know, your son, their wives, go get them, get in the boat, and just get out. And he told Lot, get your wife, your kids, and just get out. Well, Rahab, she wouldn't give me any specific instructions. She, the two spies told her what was coming, so she got saved from destruction, and then she was telling everybody she could. Did y'all get that? She was given no specific instructions. She wasn't told, go tell everybody you can. She wasn't told, don't tell nobody, keep it a secret. She said, they told her, you're saved, we'll keep this covenant with you as long as you don't tell you know, the high-ups what's going on here, then, then we're good. And they kept their promise. And so then you get into, later on down the line, they come to destroy the city, and Rahab and everybody that was in her house all got saved. It wasn't just Rahab. It wasn't just you know her, her daddy, her mama, her, her family. Everybody that she brought in her house. It said, I wrote down here. I'll read this part. It's in Joshua 6. Y'all ain't got to turn I'm just going to read that one. Verse 24 says, And they burnt the city with fire, and all that was therein, only the silver and the gold and the vessels of brass and of iron, they put into the treasury of the house of the Lord. And Joshua saved Rahab the harlot alive, and her father's household, and all that she had. And she dwelleth in Israel even unto this day, because she hid the messengers, which Joshua sent to spy out in Jericho. So that ain't just her and her family. All that she had, everybody that she told, everybody she got in her house, was saved from the fire and the destruction of the city. We know fire's coming. We know destruction's coming. We got saved from it. Why aren't we telling everybody else? Why aren't we getting everybody in here that we can? Why aren't we telling everybody that we can? Hey, we can all feel that the end is coming. I know we've heard it for years, and I ain't trying to be up here and doing the same thing, but we can all feel it's coming. We all feel things are changing. We can all feel things are different. The th- things ain't the same as they was. Half of it's because we've slacked and backed up on God, but things just ain't the same as they used to be. We all feel that, right? We all know things are changing. They're calling evil good and good evil more and more every day. We know the ends are coming. We know the city's going to burn. We know the world's going to burn. And here we sit. We're not Lot and we're not Noah. I don't know if y'all know that or not. We ain't nothing but a dirty old Rahab. We don't deserve anything. The only reason that we got saved is because somebody else come and told us that destruction was coming. Hey, them two spies might have been Butch and Bill coming to your house saying, hey, destruction's coming. Hey, them two spies was my daddy and Jerry King in a pickup truck saying, hey, destruction's coming. Hey, somebody had to tell you for you to get saved from destruction. You just going to keep it to yourself? Let everybody else get destroyed? Let everybody else just roll off into hell and destruction? Because we're good. I I hate it when I get up here and it sounds like I'm fussing. I'm not fussing, but we got to do a better job of doing our job. We got saved from destruction. Tell everybody else. Pull everybody else out of the fire. I'll read this one too and I'll be done. No. I've already read y'all enough. Jude 1, it's right where Bill was at Sunday. But verse 21 says, Keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. And, some, and of some have compassion, making a difference. And 23 is what I'm wanting to get to. It says, And others save with fear, 
pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garment spotted by the flesh. There's some people we've got to pull out of the fire. Hey, the only reason I knew anything was because I was in this church. Everybody else out there don't know what we know. They can't feel what we feel. We just expect them to show up to church one day and get saved. If Rahab wouldn't have let them spies in her house, she'd have got destroyed with the rest of the city. She lived in Jericho. I'll just put all this together for you. She lived in Jericho. That's you know where they marched around the wall seven times, and then the wall fell down and the whole city was destroyed. That's where Rahab lived. Everything else was destroyed, I feel certain. This army that was coming in here, they had done ravaged ravage the land. Where everybody, they knew that they were getting close, and they knew the two spies had come in the city, and they were hunting for them, and everybody was terrified. Everybody was scared to death because they knew how strong this army that was coming was. But I went into Rahab's house and told her, hey, this is what's coming. Hey, keep us safe for a little while so we can scope out the city. This is what's coming, and then if you'll just let us stay here, you'll just keep us safe, then you hang out that little thread out your window, and we'll know that's your house, and we'll make sure that you and yours don't get destroyed. So there was a day when somebody come to your house, somebody come to you, somebody lets you know what was going on, somebody told you destruction was coming, somebody told you hell was ahead if you didn't turn around and go the other way, somebody told you what was ahead. Instead of hanging the thread out the window, we hide our light, hide it to ourselves, and don't tell nobody else, and then we walk out of the city and think we've done something. We come to church and think we've done something. What about everybody else? What about, what about our lost family? What, they ain't just going to show up and miraculously get saved one day. My daddy never would have come to church if Patsy hadn't invited Granny. And Granny hadn't have been, I'm sure she was on them every day on service to come to church. I'm sure it wasn't just asking him at the Christmas play or whenever we was having a special event. I'm sure every Sunday, what are y'all doing this morning? Every Wednesday night, what are y'all doing tonight? I'm sure it wasn't just, well, if y'all can come to Christmas play, you know, it's, it's, you know that's, that's good. And it is good to invite people to Christmas play. Don't get me wrong. But we got church every Sunday and Wednesday. I don't know if y'all know that or not. Every Sunday and every Wednesday, we've got, we've got church here. Every Sunday and Wednesday is another opportunity for somebody to get saved. The same way our church, you know why the service is so good Sunday night? Because we was in one mind and one accord about praying, praying for Bill. You know how the service will be good Sunday morning? We're in one mind and one accord praying that somebody will get saved. That's why we're here. We ain't here for nothing else. I ain't here to listen to TJ preach. I ain't here to stand up and preach. I ain't here for Bill. I ain't here for Larry. I ain't here for Daddy. I ain't here for Todd. I ain't here for nobody. I'm here that somebody might get saved. I'm here that I can pray for my lost family. Calling others to pray for my lost family. We come here in one mind, one accord, and pray that somebody gets saved. That's why it's so good in here Sunday night. We all have one thing on our mind, and that's it. And that was a spur of the moment service. Heck, we got a, we got a whole week to plan from Sunday to Sunday to get ready for church and pray that somebody will get saved. I was no better than Rahab was before I got saved. Dirty, stinking, low down, rotten sinner. Just like everybody else in here was. Let's not look down at the rest of the world because they're lost. They don't know any better. They can't live any better. All they know is the life they live. And until they're told, hey, destruction's ahead, but I can help you. I can take you to a man who can. I can show you how you can get away from this destruction. That's how people get saved. Not, well, you are just live better now. You were no better. Or us turn our nose up at them and not even talk to them in a grocery store or wherever we may be. We'd be more like Rahab. Realize that we're nothing. And realize that when we get saved, there's something to that. 
Hey, when we get told that there's destruction ahead and we get saved from it, hey, there's something to that. Let's bring everybody in we can. Save them from the fire. That's what's ahead. If they die and go to hell, it's fire forever, eternity. It's always going to be fire. Can't we pull just a few of them out? Ain't that what our job is? Ain't that what we're here for? I want to see people get saved at Mount Vernon Church. Sunday night was great. Say it every time I get up here. Same church, same people. On Wednesday night, what's the difference? It'll be the same church, same people on Sunday morning. If we come one mind, one accord, come together. Hey, we all agreed we wanted to see God, God work a miracle in Bill's life. We can all come in here on Sunday morning, one mind, one accord, saying we want to see God work a miracle in somebody else's life. A sinner, backslid Christian, just somebody. Somebody needs help. Somebody needs something from the Lord. Somebody needs a miracle. That ain't that hard. We ain't here. If we can agree as one, Sunday morning we come in here, the spirit that was here Sunday night will be here Sunday morning. And then somebody might get right. We might can save one more from that hell. We might can save one more from that fire, the destruction of the city. Tell one more, hey, destruction's ahead, hell's ahead, here's your help. Hey, I didn't know anything before I got saved. I still don't know half of what I should. It don't matter if you harlot, drunk, drug addict, or a church boy. Until you get saved, you're the same in God's eyes. After we get saved, we don't need to look down on lost people. And it ain't just Mount Vernon. I ain't just throwing it's the church as a whole. We act like we're better than people. Go look at where your life was before you got saved. Go look where my life would be if God hadn't put me in this church. If Patsy hadn't have invited Granny Ann and Papa all to church and Mom and Dad come to church. How different my life could look. What if I grew up with a drunk daddy instead of a saved daddy? Hmm? Change a couple scenarios in your life, and then we'll go back to thanking God here in a minute. Hey, it was good when y'all was thanking God. I ain't, I ain't trying to break y'all down, but I want y'all to realize that we're all the same. Everybody's the same. Nobody's different. only difference is we're saved and they're lost, but that just means they need our help. That means they need to be told that there's a help from eternal damnation, eternal fire, destruction. We ought to help people. Realize that we're nothing. Just help them along. Help them get saved. Help them realize that there's help in Jesus. Not just well, we're better than they are because we're saved. I beg everybody y'all know. Everybody just go ahead and stand. open. I know it's a little different. I know it's been a little weird, but I do feel like the Lord's been here tonight. Uh, I ain't trying to knock anybody down or make anybody feel less than, but we've got a job that we've got to do. We've got a call on our life that when we're saved, we got to tell other people. We can't just sit back on our church pew or in our house and let everybody else roll off into hell. That's not what we're here for. That's not what we got saved for. There's a whole purpose to our life after that we've been saved 
tell other people, hey, I don't want to see my wife and youngins die and go to hell. I don't want to see my church family go, die and go to hell. I don't want to see my own family die and go to hell. I've got uncles, cousins, people that's lost. They need to know that destruction's ahead. They need to know there's a hell. They need to know that they can be saved and not have to die and go to hell. They need to know that if they come to a church, they'll be loved and not looked down on. They need to know that there's people that love them. There's a God that loves them. I don't know anybody's heart in here tonight. I feel like it's kind of weird. I don't know. Maybe you need help. Maybe you just need to come pray. Maybe just make things right with God. Ask for a burden to talk to lost people. Ask for a burden to see people get help. Pray for the service Sunday. One more lost person might get saved if we'll start praying now. One more lost person could make things right and escape hell if we'll start praying now. I guarantee you there'll be lost people here Sunday morning. I guarantee you there'll be somebody here that just ain't quite right with God Sunday morning. You've probably got lost people in your family. You'll pray for them and show them there's a help from destruction. You'll pray for them and tell them, hey, the city's going to be destroyed in a few days. But I can take you to a man that can help you. I can take you to a place where you'll be safe. And Rahab didn't know anything other than the fact that she'd be safe and she'd listen to these two men of God that she could help everybody she told. I don't know anything other than I can tell you what God's done for me and I can show you what he's done in my life and the times he saved me from destruction. All I know is God saved me and I want to tell other people about it. I want to show other people there's help from destruction. It don't always have to be this way. You need to pray, come pray. I'm done. the truth.
<laughs> Amen. I agree with every word. Amen. Anybody else? Something on your heart. I was going to say it earlier, but we went in another direction. I was talking about everybody knows Bill, and I'm a Sperlin, and everywhere I've ever been, somebody asked me who my kinfolks was, I say, well, do you know Bill Sperlin? If they say no, I say, you know Butch Sperlin? They say, yeah. And if they don't know Butch, they know Todd. They know one of the three, but that's because somebody's telling them about Jesus. That's why they remember it. They remember it because some random guy started talking about Jesus out of the blue. And when he told them her name, they remembered it. Because not everybody goes talking about Jesus. So that's what makes a difference. Yeah. Yep. Yep. There's a connection there somewhere. And they said, the preacher. Yeah. Well, they say the one that goes to the jail, and a whole lot of people think they're the same person. I don't know if you know that. A lot of people do. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I hope one day when I'm, I ain't gonna say no ages, that old. That's the same thing they think about me. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that's my reputation too. He always says something about Jesus. All right. Anybody else? Let's just pray.